0: Ben, maybe you can tell us what it is that you're doing, what you're doing Adopt-a-Block. Why don't you tell us what that is and uh, how you got into it. Uh, perhaps I start by sharing with you how I got into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, the leadership of our church asked me to um, consider uh, the Adopt-a-Block strategy, which is to randomly uh, select an, a neighbourhood And that you will consistently uh, knock on their doors, uh, share what you represent and get to build relationships with them and so have the opportunity of sharing the gospel with them. Well it started perhaps uh, in my own neighbourhood. Um, I have developed uh, relationships with my neighbours immediate and also down the road to the point where they freely can uh, come to my place and enter my door, some without even knocking and just to be... Uh, there, you know, to, to talk and to share what's on their heart and uh, this has been a process for well over 10 years now that um, I've developed with certain neighbours and uh, it's one way of um, sharing our lives with them and also sharing what uh, life means to us from a spiritual sense, if you know what I mean I share my faith with them and I read with them and I pray with them and uh, and they just Uh, are a part of that, they see how our family operates and so we've um, built relationships uh, with our neighbours. Because of that, I think the leadership of our church thought, well, perhaps you can consider doing that in the local area where we have church. And uh, so they gave me some time to think about that. Um, uh, And so that's what I did. I, I got in contact with people like Scott Uh, With Geneva Push, uh, we were at a Vision 100 meeting and uh, I happened to bump into uh, Nick Baldwin, who was also doing the same thing in Glenorchy, you may know. And he said, well, you want to talk to Scott and he may help you to go through some sort of an assessment process to see whether you're the right person for the job. So, um, okay, so I talked to Scott and somehow we've arranged that we could do that. So last year I went through this uh, assessment process that Geneva Push offers, and I think it's a really good um, thing to go through. Uh, they would uh, ask some strong questions about your personal life, about your family life, and about your theology. And I think it's very useful. It was very good for me, especially the questions relating to my personal life. Um, I got um, the the end of the process is that you would have an interview with. Um, the Geneva Push people, and I had an interview with Al and his team. Uh, That was really good for us. Tina, my wife, also came along through this process, and um, we were really encouraged and really set on our way with a spring in our step, if you know what I mean. So, um, uh, but I've jumped the gun a little bit. Um, Our church, um, what would you call it, commissioned me? um, Whatever you do that... <laughs> you know, whatever you do. Um, was it in August? I think it was in August. Yeah, I'll have to look yeah. at the dates. And uh, <laughs> so by September, I was starting uh, on the block that uh, I had selected in our neighbourhood. Now it's been, uh, well, six, seven months now. Um, knocking on doors, I initially started off with uh, 53 uh, addresses, and uh, I would knock consistently on those doors for a month. Just do that. And slowly you get the message from people whether or not they want to see you or not. You know, some of them make it abundantly clear and and others are not too sure how to receive a person like me on their door. They just do not know what to do. (coughs) So as a result, I've become very adept at talking through fly screen doors. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, the conversation sometimes is is just general. Other times it's about an issue of the street or whatever it might be. But it has dwindled down. I think uh, now uh, I'm only knocking on about 25 doors, average, depending you know, on the turnover of people in the, in the area, who will spend more than five minutes talking with me and will sometimes uh, up to an hour if I don't say, listen, I've got to go. <laughs> so th- that's how it goes. So I've developed some really good um, uh, relationships with people and um, so that's given me a great opportunity to share more of what I represent uh, things like Christmas and Easter are really helpful really really helpful because uh, you can share what it really means about the birth of Jesus and where it all ends you know. um, we had a, um, a Christmas outreach event uh, on Christmas Eve I think it was uh, where we invited the community to come along and there were a couple from a doctor block who came and I was very thankful for that. So they were on the receiving end of a gospel message and they didn't only hear it from me, but from others. So um, I thought it was very helpful. But it continues on. Um, there are days when I really go with um, lead in my feet, I must say. I do. And I, my heart pounds like nothing. And I uh, I pray as I walk from door to door that I would have the right mm-hmm. words to say and that people would receive the words and somehow respond to them. Okay? And I find when I'm my heart is pounding and I'm praying that I have great opportunities. But there are times when I'm pretty cocky and I think, ah, oh, you know, it's walking the path. Well, it's not a walk in the path, but And I find it all goes disastrously (laughs) wrong. So, it's not my block. It's not my block. It's God's block. And and I need to remind myself over and over again that God is going to change people's lives. I'm only the vessel. And and we are dealing with... um, See, Paul writes, our battle is not about flesh and blood. It's about the spirits of the air. You know, and how true that is. Mm. That is so true that people are in the clutches of Satan and they need to be set free. And only God can do that. His Holy Spirit needs to change the hearts of people that they would come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Mm. So I have a great uh, team behind me uh, who pray regularly for the work. Um, I have a great wife who supports me in this and is a good bouncing board you know of my frustrations and of my um, disappointments and what have you so but that's how it's going um, but still I suppose early days in trying to really go deeper in conversation with people about the things of God awesome yeah. well you've answered all the other questions no. well Ben <laughs> <laughs> good on you yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that really does <laughs> But, um, let me say this, that um, it's good to, to be at places like this just to, to be around together and talk about these things and share with each other. I spoke to David. Was David sitting here somewhere? David. And he said to me, um, Ben, what do you do in a situation like um, a lady your age invites you into your house? You know? I've had that. I'll admit into her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I've had that, and, and David's given me something to think about, that you know, the potential could go disastrously wrong, couldn't it? And these are things to think about. So I'm glad that I can come here and just bounce uh, things around and learn and say, yes, it's true, we should work with that and do this better.